Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning. We've got your NBA action covered from a loaded Wednesday night in the NBA. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Big Waz and Rob Lopez is bundling up for Boston. Speaking of Boston, we got a few tickets available still. We want to sell this out by Saturday. End of this week is the Boston Live Show at the Middle East after the Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. Still have some of those straggler tickets, so go ahead. Go to Count the Dings Twitter. Go to Jade Hoy's Twitter. Come to our Discord. Hit us up. We got some tickets to sell you, uh, so come make that trip. If you're in New York City, if you're in Philadelphia, if you're in some other geographical space that makes it sort of convenient to get to Boston, you don't want to miss this show on Saturday, March 2nd, coming up in a couple of days. Uh, Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Trey Young, unstoppable. Dwayne Wade, sharpshooter. LeBron James, positive thinker. But first, the Boston Celtics can't get out of their own way, Was Blazers 97, Celtics 92. Four straight losses for the Celtics. They keep having comments about not liking each other, about no one's having fun, about they're not playing for each other. Kyrie Irving played for himself, 31 points, 14 to 24 shooting. Battled Damian Lillard, who had 33 points on 13 to 28 shooting. McCollum didn't have a good game. He had 14 points on 19 shots. Mo Harkless had 17 and 10. Nurkic had 16. Both teams combined to shoot 11 of 53 from deep. As for the Celtics, Jalen Brown had 10 points, 10 rebounds off the bench. Marcus Smart made some... uh, Questionable, questionable plays down the stretch, especially shooting a three when he's not a good three-point shooter with 20 seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, other than that, Tatum had 14, Horford had 13, and the Celtics was. Your Celtics, what's happening, man? First, I want to say under any nor- normal circumstances, losing a very tight game to a team with basically the exact same record as you is not news. Right. Like losing to the Portland Trailblazers is really not a big deal, but because it's the four straight loss, there's been this chirping in the media. There's this whole Kyrie and his free agency, how dedicated is he to the team? And it makes it seem like it's much worse than it actually is. I thought they played fine. You know, they didn't make a couple of their shots. And that's kind of what happens when you're a jump shooting team like the Celtics are. Um, but, you know, I, it's hard for me to to ring the alarm bells over here. Damian Lillard took 28 shots. He scored 33 points. That's that's kind of good defense. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. was a sometimes these games happen. Well, the defense is usually good. It's this offense sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> this offense, like they just can't get anything consistent. That's the frustrating thing. And um, you know, I had someone ask me the other day, it was a Celtics fan, like it was after the loss to Milwaukee, like, Hey, they're banged up. They're injured. They still come into Milwaukee, almost win the game, lose by one point. Don't they get some credit for that? And I'm like, no, you, they're no. too good for, for moral victories. No, but, and you know, and at the same time, they just haven't been able to establish an identity. We don't know what this team is yet. And because of the whole – and by the way, by the way, we lose sight of this, but they went like 50 and 10 or some with Kyrie in the lineup last year, right? Like right. they were a really good team with Kyrie in the lineup last year. Um, He went down towards the end of the season. They played the entire playoffs without him. But like it's not like they stunk with – like it's not like we – Never seen this team be really good without with Kyrie in the lineup. So, you know, all of this stuff is just, I don't know. I think it's noise, man. I think when the playoffs start, they're going to be fine. I really. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope they are, except they've kind of played themselves in a position where they're going to have a hard first round matchup instead of getting one of those easy teams in the East, right? So, I like, that's that's the thing, too, is that it's unfortunate you know, they, they won't get to play the Pacers. Oof. Whoa. <laughs> shot fire, shots fired at the at the Pacers or at the Celtics. That's a, uh, that's that's the a, a topic for another day. Hey man, 
I mean, other than tonight, they've been pretty good lately. Uh, by the way, Kyrie is just flat out done with the media. He will not answer a question about confidence in the team. He won't answer questions at all. He is just plain dumb and really wondering why questions even exist. What's your confidence level in this team going forward? Huh? What's your confidence level in the team going forward? What do you mean? Just in terms of, like, you know, you got a What question team. is that? A, a, a legitimate question. I mean, I just, you know, nah. how do you feel about this team? Uh, next question. Lay off the shrooms, Kyrie. And then we've also got uh, Lakers 125, Pelicans 119 in Los Angeles tonight. They're back, Waz. Lakers are back. Everything's fixed. They beat the Are Pelicans they team. back? No, they're are not they? back. No, they're three I mean, games back of the eight seed. That's what they're back. Uh, back. Anthony Davis in this charade that keeps going played 21 minutes tonight, had 22 points, eight rebounds, two assists. Uh, LeBron James, 33 points, 10 assists, six rebounds. Kuzma had 22. Ingram had 23. Rajon Rondo had 16 assists. Uh, for the Pelicans, Julius Randle had 35 points. Drew Holiday had 19, nine, and seven. Pelicans went seven of 34 from deep, I believe. I mean, just shot horribly from from downtown but it's still a competitive game Lakers just eking out that win at home this is still you know I guess a win's a win but you got to beat this Pelicans team by more than that yes you do one it's so there's so many things happening in this game there were moments where the Lakers unlike the Memphis game like played hard right like it was spurts but it was like and Jeff Van Gunny and Stan Van Gunny like what like they were confused. Like, why aren't they always doing this? It's just this weird thing where they start scrambling on defense and actually playing and actually like exerting themselves. And they look like a real team. But at the same time, I'm watching a close ass game where one of the five best NBA players is not allowed to play. Yeah. What are we like? I, I, I don't why? know. Why? 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 Why you have him play? I just well like, because I, I mean I understand the NBA's take on this I understand AD's take on this it's just so weird it's so dumb it's just so dumb uh, I mean I guess the Lakers needed this win badly like they, you know they I guess they, they need every game badly at this oh, point yeah. I, I think I saw if if everyone go if everyone they're they're chasing goes five hundred the rest of the way they need to go like fifteen and seven in their final twenty two like I mean that's that's asking a lot of this Lakers team right now. It's asking a lot, but I would remind people that, like, the idea that the Clippers or the Kings, you know, within an 18-game stretch only win six or seven games, that's not that hard to, like, fathom. Sure. Yeah. I No, I agree with that. And, and the Kings have dropped dropped a couple lately and the Clippers have dropped some, some games lately. So it's definitely doable. It's just this Lakers team is not exactly a, you know, a, no. a picture of consistency, right? <laughs> they're not, the, they're not the 27 Yankees. They're not the 27 Yankees. I mean, it, it took the Pelicans going actually seven of 35 from three tonight in order to win by six at home because the, by the way, the Lakers can't hit free throws. They missed 12 free throws yet again. Oh, they were terrible. That yeah. was just ugly. But a wins a win. So you gotta, you know, Playoff mode activated. Everything's good. I love LA. Guys, you know, we're terrible at taking care of our health, whether it's a knee injury, a bad back, something worse. We're usually more comfortable just, you know, rubbing some dirt on it rather than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. I got all kinds of injuries. My whole right side of my body doesn't work. I haven't been to a doctor for it. I just know it's bad and I know I'm going to need surgery, but I just don't take care of myself. You know what? It extends to other areas of, of guys' health as well. 
a lot of people are just kind of worried about erectile dysfunction but don't do anything about it. Studies show some 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman's a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can get diagnosed diagnose ed and ship medication right to your door with roman no waiting rooms no awkward face-to-face conversations no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy handle everything discreetly online all you have to do is visit getroman.com slash ding fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with a doctor get fda approved ed meds delivered to your door in discreet unmarked packages guys go online get checked by a doctor okay so you have ed it's not a big deal anymore you it's fine like it's accepted you can get treated for it you can get it fixed you just go to getroman.com slash ding for a free online visit that's getroman.com slash ding take care of yourself all right, there's not much news for today based other than the games last night, but was we do have LeBron James before before the win, right? Before the win, and maybe this proved to be the right move because he's thinking positively now. He was asked to, he said he's going to think positively from now on, and he was asked about about that. He said, "We like where we are." He was asked again, he said, "I like where we are today." It's hard to kind of determine what I say to you guys that filters back to my guys. For those guys, I think we try to prepare every day and we do prepare, not try. We prepare every day for our next challenge. And we did that today. And I love the positive mindset that we have, even with the struggle that we've had in the last 10 games. I like where we are as a ball club today with our mindset and hopefully going forward. And they won. So is this positivity breeds? No, go ahead. Uh, you know, this feels like it feels like remember when LeBron in that first year with Miami, decided I'm going to be the villain. I think it was after like a loss to Portland or something oh, he, like that. Or he tried it. And he's like, I'm going to wear the black it. hat. And then it didn't work. And then at a certain point he had to go back to being nice again and having fun. It feels like he's done that now. Yeah. I, I tried to be the stern dad in the locker room and I'm going to teach these young guys how to be men. And then it's like, guys, come on, man. We're pretty close to making the playoffs. I think we can do it. We're good enough to do it. Come on, let's go. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I get like you might as well try it, right? There's a there's a line in the movie Face Off where <laughs> where John Travolta, who is actually Nick Cage, but is played by John Travolta, <laughs> someone asks him about like this new way of going about things, and he goes, "When in doubt, fresh tactics." And he's just got this weird smug look on his face as he's drinking coffee out of a mug, and that's what I feel like. That's where LeBron is at this point. He's just John Travolta as. Sean Archer, who's actually Caster Troy in face off, trying to fool everyone into thinking that this is the person he is. And if there's any proof that LeBron James doesn't care about this team or this season, it's just these last stretch of games, these quotes, these it's just like, really, guys, you want me to mess with us? I really do. Like he's like, really, guys, you want me to go life or death for this team? Like, really? These guys, I'm these like, guys. Really? <laughs> uh, the other weird news from today, Royce White. Remember Royce White? Uh, I remember he's, quite he's, head, he's headed to, to some MMA fighting. Um, he told ESPN, I'm one of the best athletes in the world. Among the NBA community, part of my appeal as a draft prospect was my unique size, athleticism, vision, and that I probably have one of the 10 biggest sets of hands in the NBA. I think all those things will translate beautifully to the UFC. By the way, he released a book on Wednesday called MMA 
and NBA, a critique of modern sport in America, says he's been training for six or seven months. Was he's like six eight two fifty? He's just shy. I think it's, I saw he's fifteen pounds shy of being a UFC heavyweight. Um, but for a guy that size, like if he connects on something, he's gonna kill somebody, right? Yeah, but at the same time, he's so lanky and so long. He's so easy to take down. Just sure. like all of that leg is just dying to get tackled. It's oh, just, but what if he throws a kick with that leg? Oh, a haymaker? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I want to see him try a roundhouse kick. I, do you think he can connect? On, I, like, on this, punches, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, he he's can get definitely some had the fight in his whole life. He's definitely sure. had the fight before. Yeah. I just – I wonder – this seems like a bad idea. It's it, it never seems like a good idea when when professional athletes decide I'm big, I should go be a, an, an MMA fighter. Like that doesn't it never work. And it by never, the way, it didn't work for a street fighter. Remember Kimbo Slice R.I.P. He got his ass kicked. Uh, it didn't work for Kimbo. No, yeah, it probably's not gonna work for light skin Roy, Royce White. Oh, he's had to throw that in there. Everybody, you know the deal. You join us on FanDuel. You get a chance to win and be on the Friday mailbag and the following week whenever we have that. You go to the back-to-back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash B2B. Sign up for an account. Put five bucks in. They'll put five bucks in. You play with B2B listeners every single Wednesday. That contest gets you a chance to join the mailbag if you win that contest. So, again, FanDuel.com slash B2B. All right, full schedule tonight. Let's get to the other games. Rockets 118, Hornets 113 in Charlotte. Start up the new streak, Waz. James Harden got himself 30 tonight. Hit some late free throws to get to the 30-point mark. 30 points on 10 of 29 shooting, uh, 1 of 11 from 3. He did have 7 assists. Harden is 3 for 31 from downtown in his last three games. Like, just not shooting the ball from deep all that well. Clint Capella was a monster at the rim. 23 points, 17 rebounds. Chris Paul had 17 points, 10 assists. Kemba Walker, 35 points. Struggled to make jumpers down the stretch. Did have 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 steals. Nick Batum actually scored. He had 17 points, but made mistakes down the stretch. Jeremy Lamb had a really nice game. 18 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, off the bench. Hornets now are a half game ahead of Orlando and Miami for the eight seed Hawks, one thirty-one, wolves, one twenty-three in overtime in Atlanta. Wolves blew a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter. Hawks were able to force overtime, took control of the game. Then Trey young is unguardable right now. 36 points, 10 assists, eight rebounds, 16 of 17 from the free throw line. Wolves couldn't cover him when they weren't fouling him anyway. Last four games, he's averaging 31 points, nine assists, shooting 45% from the field, 50% from deep. John Collins was his pick and roll partner. He was a monster. 34 points, eight rebounds. Vince Carter had 17 off the bench. DeAndre Bembry had 16 and 14 off the bench. Hawks had a 65 to 47 rebounding advantage for the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns, another great game. 37 points, 17 rebounds, three assists. He did have uh, six fouls fouled out in that game. Struggled with foul trouble all night. Andrew Wiggins, 21 points on nine to 20 shooting. He was really good early, kind of faded late. Derek Rose, 18 points on seven to 17. He airballed a winning floater in regulation that then took them to overtime. Wolves are four games behind the Clippers for the eight seed. Wizards, 125. Nets, 116 in Brooklyn. Uh-oh, Nets are four and seven in their last 11 games. Bradley Beal led the Wizards with 31 points. Trevor Ariza, 23 points, 10 rebounds. Thomas Bryant, 18 off the bench for the Nets. D'Angelo Russell had 28. Uh, Shabazz Napier had 22. Nets had a big fourth quarter to try to make a comeback, but fell short. They are one and a half games ahead of Detroit for the sixth seed. Heat, 126. Warriors, 125 in Miami. 
a weird game winner here. Dwayne Wade hits two three-pointers in the final minute, including a one-legged double pump banked in three from the top. Called it. it. Called it. Five seconds left. Waiters back to Dwayne. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Dwayne Wade won it for Miami. 126 to 125. It just happened. Got to run around, got to tell people that was his house. Uh, Kevin Durant missed a clinching free throw after sort of a fake timeout by Eric Spolscher to, you know, quote unquote, ice him. Uh, Warriors got into Miami on Monday, played Wednesday. Uh, they started that game very slowly, was, and uh, I believe our friend Amin Al Hassan predicted this would be a struggle for the Warriors since they yeah, got into Miami it's on It's called Monday. Live, it's called Cameo, it's called Story, it's called. All of those things. You know what the All hell I'm talking about, Zach Harper. Yeah, it's a, it's a time there, especially if you got money and those guys got money. Wade finished with 25 points off the bench, was 5 of 8 from three-point range. Goran Dragic had 27 points in 20 minutes. Bam Adebayo, 11-10 uh, with four assists in the start. 21 points for Josh Richardson. Clay Thompson had 36. Steph had 24. KD had 29 points, five rebounds, five assists. Draymond was in foul trouble. Uh, Warriors allowed 18 of 40 from three. Again, Got into Miami on Monday. Couldn't defend the three-point line on Wednesday. Heat are a half game behind the Hornets. Bulls 109, Grizzlies 107 in Memphis. Zach Levine, 30 points, five uh, or five rebounds, four assists. Laurie Markkinen still, still balling out. 22 points, 10 rebounds, 20 points, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, three blocks for Otto Porter. For the Grizzlies, Avery, Bla- Avery Bradley at 23, Mike Conley at 21. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas hit a three with 0.2 seconds left to make it look a lot closer than it was. Uh, but it's Bulls-Grizzlies. Nobody cares about that. Spurs 105, Pistons 93 in San Antonio. Pistons couldn't get it going in the third quarter, and that was their undoing in this one. Needed to keep their momentum going against a Spurs team that's really struggling on defense, the worst defensive team over the last 21 games coming into this game. Lamarcus Aldridge, 24 points. DeMar DeRozan, 17 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. Bellinelli had 17 off the bench. Jakob Pertle had 11 points, 14 rebounds in the start. Pistons just couldn't hit shots, 36% from the field. Blake Griffin had 17 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, but was 6 of 18 from the field. Andre Drummond, 10 points, 17 rebounds, four steals, uh, just seven free throw attempts for the Pistons in this, this one. Spurs and Pistons both stay in the seven seed. Mavs 110, Pacers 101 in Dallas. Luka Doncic, another big game. 26 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists after missing the previous two games. He had 9 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds alone in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brunson helped him out, 24 points. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich had 22 for the Pacers. Wes Matthews had 20. Miles Turner had 13 points. Uh, Again, for the Mavericks, Tim Hardaway Jr., 20 points and 4 rebounds. Jazz 111, Clippers 105 in Utah. Man, this is a lot of games. Donovan Mitchell, 32 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Montrez Harold 16 points. Rudy Gobert 20 and 13 with four blocks. Lou Williams 18 points, but needed 18 shots. He was just five of 18 from the field. Daniel Gallinari 18 points, but he was three of 14 from the field. Clippers went five of 26 from deep. Clippers are still in the eight seed. Jazz in the six seed. And not then for long they not. Not for long they're not. That's correct. <laughs> Bucks 141, <laughs> Kings 140 in overtime in Sacramento. My Bucks still cannot lose. Was Marvin Bagley uh, did leave the game with a knee sprain, had to be helped off the floor. Eric Bledsoe triple double. Your guy Eric Bledsoe triple double for the fifth time in his career. 26 points, 12 rebounds, 13. My boy. 
your guy, I guess. Uh, you text him. I don't know if he texts you back. Giannis had a weird game. Uh, wasn't all that effective. Had 17 points, seven rebounds, two assists. They put him on a minutes restriction in this one. He only played 24 minutes. Malcolm Brogdon, 25 points. Chris Middleton had 21.7 rebounds, six assists. Uh, Buddy Heald, 32 points. Bogdan Bogdanovich, 28, eight and eight uh, Kings are two back of the Clippers. Uh, what do you want to say about the bucks? I know, I know you're very happy about them helping out LeBron. Well, that's what it is. Eric Bledsoe is such a great clutch client. He went out and garnered a triple double to ensure that he would bust the ass mm-hmm. of the team that, you know, is ahead is one of the teams that's ahead of his boss's, uh, you know, playoff push. Sure. So shout out to our Bucks, I guess we're gonna call it. No, no, no. Yeah, the Bucks are my. Yeah, this is the thing. Since I'm going to Boston in uh, in the morning. Yeah. The Celtics are my Celtics. Okay. Since I picked Toronto to leave out the Eastern Conference before the season even started, obviously uh-huh. Toronto is my Toronto. Yeah. And now because the Bucks are helping the Lakers get into the playoffs. The Bucks are my Bucks, man. I got three Boy. teams in the Eastern Conference this and year. Joel, Joel Embiid, I'm sure, said nice things about Haitians before. So shout no, out to no, your no. Sixers. No, no, no. I will well. never, I will never claim the Sixers ever. Okay, all right. The we'll process. S- all right, we'll give that a month. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's get to line of the night. Kemba Walker, 35 points, four rebounds, four assists, five steals. Damian Lillard, 33 points, seven rebounds, four assists. DeRozan almost had a triple double with 17, 13, and eight. Luka Doncic, 26 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists. Eric Bledsoe did have a triple double, 26 points, 13 assists, 12 rebounds. And LeBron James, 33 points, 10 assists, six rebounds, and a big win. Who gets your line of the night? Man, I got to say, man, my line of the night is going to go to D-Wade, man. Lord knows I've had my ups and downs with him as a recovering bronze stand. Your ups and downs? I've had my ups and downs with D-Wade during the Heatles years, man. It was hard to watch him, you know, go two for 13 in finals games. But tonight, he turned back the you're clock. You're praising him right now? Is that of what you're course, trying to do? Of course, of course, of course. He turned back the clock. He had a beautiful game, a buzzer beater. He, you know, he's always been known as a clutch player, a guy who came up big in big time moments. As cliche as that sounds, D-Wade, like that often was true about him. And so tonight, for, to watch him do that against the best team in the league was really cool to see. I'm going Eric Bledsoe for my bucks. Eric Bledsoe and I have a, a weird relationship in that I've talked a lot of trash about him and he has no idea who I am, even though we've met and done, done a show together. Uh, but Eric Bledsoe, 26 points, 13 assists, 12 rebounds and the win that that gets my line of the night uh, game to watch was I'm going for Thursday night. We'll be in Boston. We're going to watch jazz nuggets. That is a Northwest division showdown that you cannot miss. Even though the jazz are on a back to back against Denver, they're used to playing at altitude. So none of that will bother either team. And this jazz team, I think can beat that nuggets team. No, I got to share the the game of the night because I'm going to Boston. And because, you know, it's the white American bro capital of the world. I feel like I got to show love to the middle of the country. And so therefore the Nuggets and Jazz game is just a perfect microcosm of that. I'm going to be able to show love to both Denver, both Utah, Mormon, weed. I'm giving love to everything. 
That's fantastic. What a way to sell it. Go follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash count the dings. Subscribe to the back-to-back podcast feed with the new basketball buds from Tuesday. Uh, no new nerdy she wrote and no, no mailbag coming up this week. Cause we got the live show, but we'll be back next week with that. Subscribe to the black opinions matter Monday feed, find it on all podcast platforms. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review this podcast, the daily ding, tell your friends about it, house of Strauss, pack your knives, all that good stuff. If you're listening to this right now, Waz and I are on a flight to Boston. We're going to go have a great time with the live show. Please come join us. Uh, brush your teeth. Wake up. Go to work. Get those tickets to Boston. Come join us and come have a party. I need to sign off, boss. If you like it, then you should have put a ding on it. Oh, boy. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Right, Joe, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. <laughs> 